Hey guys, we're back at the uh, 2018 Coyote Classic. Uh, we got, we're gonna do some interviews uh, in the next couple episodes, we're, so we're pretty excited about this. Today we got Jonathan Wall with us, uh, two-time defending champ at the individual men RX category. He's back to uh, defend his crown for the third year in a row, and he's uh, off to a great start. Uh, Jonathan also made it to the Atlantic Regional the last two years, uh, so we've been in, enjoyed really having him compete and uh, keeping up with him at regional. So, Jonathan, thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah, thank you. How's yeah. that intro, man, setting you up? Like, two-time defending <laughs> yeah. champion. <laughs> no pressure on this interview, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's start here. Give us a little bit of background uh, for those uh, of our listeners that don't know you, kind of how long you've been doing CrossFit, uh, what got you into CrossFit? Well, I was doing, uh, right out of high school, I started powerlifting. And uh, I did powerlifting for about two or three years, and then I just got tired of I was one of those that would go in there and bench. I'd bench it like Monday through Friday yeah. some days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just got tired of it. And I, I saw a video of Rich Froning doing Fran. On, I think it was on Facebook. And I was like, oh, I can do this. I don't work that hard. <laughs> I think I did it. My first Fran time was like 950-something. Yeah. Strict pull-ups and like front squat push presses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, after that, I just got hooked, and I've been doing it ever since. Yeah, I started I think- in like 2014. Awesome, awesome. I think that's a pretty pretty typical story for a lot of guys. Did you play sports in high school or anything? Yeah, I played football and basketball and ran track. I played awesome. uh, played football all four years, ran track all four years. Okay, cool. Did you play any at the uh, at the next level in college or anything? I played some semi-pro football. But oh, awesome. I didn't Very have cool. The, I didn't have the grades to go to college. Where uh, where'd you play semi-pro at? Uh, in Gadsden, Gadsden, oh. Alabama. All right. Awesome. Good deal. So, so you basically had, um, you know, the, the typical strength and conditioning uh, background, a um, lot of a uh, lot of heavy lifting and things like that. Yeah, you, all the the lifting was the easy part. It was the conditioning part for me. The uh, mental part is. Uh, I've al- I've always said if you're gonna take a a male athlete and try to make him a crosser, I'd much rather him come from a strength background than an endurance or a gymnastics background or anything like that. So I mean, you set yourself up really well, and it's obviously carried over. You've been uh, taking a lot of money from us for the last two years. <laughs> I've had a my brother. He he didn't have any strength background, and my wife she also does CrossFit, and she came from just. She just did track and basketball in high school with no strength, and it's it's taking them a lot longer to build strength while you're doing all the conditioning. Yeah, yeah. You just, I think somebody that, that uh, needs strength is just uh, take time off the conditioning, and just right strength. Yeah, yeah. So, what position did you play in football? I played running back and corner. You said corner, corner. Look, you look wow. like a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I think I should have played safety, but I was the, yeah. like the the receivers is pretty. I just grab them and just throw them on the ground most of the time. <laughs> So when you were powerlifting, just satisfy satisfy curiosity. What was your favorite lift? Like just the one you couldn't wait to get to. Uh, my favorite one was bench, but my best de- my best one was deadlift. Best was deadlift. Yeah. All right. So just so we have a little bit of understanding of the kind of athlete you are, uh, your top deadlift number during those days before CrossFit. Six hundred. Woo! That's that's heavy. American pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty heavy. <laughs> So um, there's a little bit of talk going on in the CrossFit world right now because a lot of guys are making this transition from powerlifting into CrossFit, and they're, they're, there's really a prejudice there, like, well, it's unfair. These guys have an unfair advantage. 
Has it been your experience? I know we talked about it, it takes a little bit longer to build that strength base when you're getting into the endurance part. But I don't know that it's watching you guys, it's necessarily true that you just, if you're a power lifter, you can just breeze into the CrossFit mode. It takes a while to, to acclimate, right? Yeah, it's a, the gymnastics. Like it took me probably a year to figure out how to do gymnastics and kipping handstand push-ups. Just the, the, the gymnastics part takes forever, I think. So you mentioned the middle game. Was, was it frustrating to go? I mean, obviously you're a, uh, a decent power lifter at a 600-pound deadlift. So, uh, you're obviously decent at that. You move over into CrossFit, and you've got these limiters. We have a lot of our listeners that experience that, you know, uh, just coming in for that hour workout. They run against these limiters. It's difficult to push past it. A guy at your level, did you have that same sort of experience? Uh, yeah, the, like the, the long endurance stuff is one of my main problems. It's just mentally, it's just hard to – I train by myself most of the time. It's hard to go in there and just do 30 minutes on the rower yeah. and 30 minutes on the assault bike and 30 minutes running. It's just – to me, it's boring and it's hard to – it's just hard to do. It's hard to sit on that rower for a long period of time. There, you get a lot of thoughts going through your head when you're oh, doing yeah. that. I've done a lot of hour rows in my day, and uh, you get about 20 minutes into it, you're like, "This was a bad idea," <laughs> <laughs> but I can't stop now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of the time when I do the like, if I'm going in there and I'm going to do like five thousand meter rows, rest two minutes in between. And yeah. Sometimes I just like I'll come out. I'll get well. I'll come out way too hot, and I'm like. I'm supposed to be working on my aerobic system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. didn't work out too good this time. <laughs> uh-huh. Hurting too hard. Yeah. That. So what uh, what program are you following for your uh, competitor? Kind of give us a background on what you started. When you started CrossFit, did you do the class? And then did you, did you do a competitor program after that? Kind of what did you – how's your journey gone? Uh, when I first started, I was just doing the class workout. And then uh, uh, I was horrible. Like running and any kind of gymnastic stuff, I was getting beat at everything. And then I – I just started following like CrossFit weightlifting for a little while and comp training. I was just picking stuff and yeah. I started trying to go two a days and that destroyed me for a little while and then yeah. I <laughs> finally got used to it and then uh, our CrossFit gym at Arab closed down oh, and really? then uh, I built my own gym at my house. I got my own stuff. And I, I was just, I was wondering. I've seen uh, seen your Instagram videos. I was wondering where that was. I figured that was probably just somewhere that you had at uh, at your place. Yeah, we it got looks uh, great. We got uh, two kids, me and my wife, so it's. It's a lot easier for us to just walk outside and work out than there you go. go to yeah. And we don't have one. The closest gym to our house is like 30 minutes, so right. it's a lot easier for us. And so do you have a program you're following now, or are you just kind of mix and matching, or what are you doing? Well, I've, uh, right now I'm not following anything. It's, I just keep learning more and more. Every, yeah. Each year I go to regionals, I'm like, like every time I do the Open, like this year I thought I was good. Everything felt good, and then the double under workout came yeah. out, and I couldn't, like, first two rounds I went unbroken on double hunters and then third round it's like I suck at double hunters yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's just, crazy how every year they keep up in the level of, yeah. of, of the competitors and everybody just keeps getting better and better and uh, I think that's that's pretty typical pro- progression for most uh, competitive athletes I know I did the same thing I did the class for about a year and I, qual- I qualified for regionals my first year and I was like man I gotta get a lot stronger so I come back and start trying to do a million different things and I get stronger but I'm battling injury a lot and then you, you just keep learning every year more things that you need to work on and, and you start getting smarter about what you're training instead of just trying to do everything all at once so it sounds like you're you're on the similar journey as most people for sure yeah each year is uh you learn so much so much more each year and it's like like this year I, I've started listening to a lot of podcasts and that helps that helps me a ton like, yeah I've learned a lot more about the aerobic system and 
Uh, this year, I just think I got a better a better way to approach training than yeah. in years past. Cause uh, like last year, I just kind of I did a lot more aerobic stuff, but I didn't really do the the interval stuff. And this year, I felt like when I was at regionals, other than the triple three, I didn't have the when it came down to time to kick it. I didn't have a kick at the end. Yeah. I was just yeah been paced, and I was like dead right there. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about regionals this year. I, I I was watching you, and on that second event, I saw you you cramp yeah. up, and they had the camera right on you. And yeah. did, did you did you rewatch the video? Yeah, I watched. And it. You heard Ooh, the commentator man. there, He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, thanks for bringing that, that right up. here. That looks like that I really in, hurts. I was in pain. I was wanting somebody to pick me up or something, and they just left me there. <laughs> you, you do that last rep, and then it looked like you got shot, and you just hit the ground, and you crawled across the finish line. Yeah, the, uh, the triple three just destroyed me. I knew the triple three was going to be bad for me because I haven't been running that much. And uh, I probably, I think I did it three times right before regionals, and I was probably just, just I mentally, mentally just running on that assault run for 30 yeah. minutes, it got me. And I never recovered from it. And uh, Going into Linda, I felt good. I, was going, I figured it was going to be one of my best workouts. Cause in yeah. training, I did it in like 13:05. Oh wow! And uh, I just started going, and I was planning on going touch and going to cleans about round six. Yeah. And I tried to go touch and go, and it, I was just my heart was beating out of my chest, and it just got bad. And I, and I started trying to run in between the transitions, and I started to cramp each time I tried to take off run. I'd start cramping in my calf, and then the last one, I cleaned it and tried to run to the finish line and cramped up right before the finish line. Yeah, that assault runner is punching. Were you able to practice on it at all before, or had you just been running on the ground? Yeah, I practiced on it. Uh, last year at regionals was my first time yeah. to get on one. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do that uh, again. It's, so a, I practiced. it's a totally different animal. Oh, yeah. Man. I ran on it a lot this year, but just the double-unders, like I said, the, the open workout, the double-unders got me. They just they get my heart rate up so bad, and then I couldn't get it. I couldn't control my heart rate once I got back on the yeah. assault runner, and it just yeah. it annihilated me. Yeah, that was, that was a tough workout. Well, it was fun to watch you, and you, you really recovered those second two days, and you, you, you made a charge up the leaderboard. So uh, that was great. We look forward to, to seeing what you got. Um, did you have any other questions, Chris? I'm ben? good right now. Well, we talked about uh, a couple of episodes back, we did a pretty long uh, segment on the mental part of CrossFit, sharing tips and tricks. It's having a guy of your caliber sitting here behind the mic. I'd love for you to tell us when you hit one of those points where, you know, everyone has a plan until you get hit in the face, right? So when you have one of those workouts where you just get hit in the face and it's not going the way you need it to go, you have something that you – uh, some sort of mental strategy you put in place? Is it just grip and rip? How do you do that? Uh, well, for talking about like regionals, like after day one, I knew event one was going to be bad, and then event two was supposed to be a good one. And I ended up, and I think I finished day one in like 36th place. And uh, it was rough mentally. Uh, I cried a little bit. It, it, was, it affected me pretty bad. And then uh, I just went in the hotel room, just sat there by myself, listened to music, and just tried to, I don't know, I just tried to go hang out with some friends and get my mind off of it for the there rest you of go. the night. Yeah. And then I woke up feeling better day two, and then I had a little bit better day two, and then day after after day two and, like, going into day three, I was like, well, I'm here now. I might as well have some fun. And yeah. I just relaxed, and day three was my best day. Yeah. But It's interesting, uh, you know, you, you have this uh, these benefits that come out, and we everybody's impressed at what you can do physically. But I think inside of CrossFit – 
people respect even more when somebody faces a challenge like what you're saying. You get beat up day one. You're thinking, we've talked about this a lot. You're thinking, why would I even do this? Why am I out here? And then you, once you jump that hurdle, and that turn, almost turns you into a different kind of athlete. You know, next year you get back to regionals, uh, it could be a completely different ball game. You've got something in your toolbox now. Yeah, yeah. I thought about withdrawing after the first day. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mentally, I was messed up. And then, uh, the, actually, the the dude, the, the guy that got second, John Colty, he's uh, we did the Granite Games with him, and uh, I think I'm just as good as him. And uh, Ethan Helbig was one yeah. of my training partners, and he's never beat me in a competition. And that affects you mentally too. When yeah. You see somebody that you you think you're better than, or you know you're at least just as good as them, and they make the games, and yeah. You just fall short again if you've been working all year for that one thing. Yeah. Well, that you know, that, that speaks a lot to you that you, you know, had those thoughts on the first day and you come back and finish as strong as you did. You know, that's that's that mental toughness that's going to take you to, to the next level. And I think you're getting better every year, whether the leaderboard shows it or not. And I, I think, uh, you know, you keep at it. I, you know, I fully expect to, to see you out there in uh, – well, I was going to say Carson. Uh, in, in Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin now. No, or wherever they move it to. Wherever they move it, Wherever yeah. it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was cool to see John uh, Colty make it, too. I did a lot of plays with him a few years ago. He's a, he's a really good dude and a, and a good athlete, yeah. so that was cool to see. Well, I think uh, you probably got to go start getting warmed up for the, the clean event. We're looking forward to watching on that. What are you, what are you shooting to hit on the, uh, the clean? I haven't cleaned heavy since, since the open workout. Okay, so, so, we'll, see. so we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, <laughs> hopefully. Around 350 or 360. Woo. Hadn't cleaned heavy in a while. I'll probably hit about 360. <laughs> I'll, share, I'll share a bar we'll with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, thanks for sitting down with us. Appreciate you taking the time, and uh, good luck on that lift. Yeah, thank you all. Thanks, John. Home.